0: i another episode of the gap with brielle i'm brielle your resident host and bestie and hi hello i hope you're off to a great week and per usual i am so glad that you are here reporting live from my childhood bedroom which is kind of crazy to think and i don't know if it's just me but something about being in your childhood bedroom has me feeling so freaking nostalgic about this whole thing and it got me thinking about the podcast and kind of like how far we have come, you, me, everybody. And I was going through my old footage and I had this old, old, old episode conversation of me and my friend just talking about like our woes in my 20s. Back then, I was just like so nervous. I like begged him, I was like, Can you just talk and have a conversation with me? Like, I don't even know if it's gonna go well or whatever. And I started re listening to it and it just had some funny, just relatable things. And I was just like, We need something light. We need something that. That we can laugh too. So that is what today's episode will be. I hope you enjoy. Also, I will give the precursor. It is a little more, you know, a little more cursing, a little more explicit. So if that's not your thing, no worries. We'll catch you another time, but buckle in and enjoy. What do you want to be known as?
1: Sir buttersworth I'll take Sir buttersworth I'm
0: that. not calling you that. <laughs> not calling you that. <laughs> I'm not fucking calling you that. Get the fuck out of here. No, no. I'm not calling you that. Figure out something else.
1: All right, just say Carl.
0: <laughs> Why is that so fucking funny to you that's your name?
1: Or CJ? You could do CJ. You could do CJ? CJ. Yeah, CJ.
0: Okay. Hey, Carl. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you on here. So thanks for coming. But why don't you tell the people about yourself? What's your name? What's your horoscope? What do you do, etc.
1: Okay. So my name is Carl. I go by CJ. So my horoscope is a Taurus, Sun, Aries, Moon, Sag Rising. As far as what I do currently, I make scented body butters. I have a business called Butterman's Flavors. You should definitely check it out. It's an amazing scented body. Butter business. Originally, I was raised in Powder Springs, Georgia, uh, just graduated from college at Kennesaw State and everything like that. It was pretty amazing experience. Uh, but yeah, that's a little bit about me.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, welcome to the show. So I'm going to ask you some pregame questions while we okay. enjoy our little beverages. All right, bet. All right. First little question: What album or song have you listened to lately that's on your replay list?
1: Dude, the artist's name is Babyface Ray, but uh-huh. the album that it's called "Face." The name of the album is called "Face." That's probably the one I've been having on repeat.
0: Okay, um, and then what's your favorite song on the album so far?
1: Uh, favorite song is Tunnel Vision.
0: Okay, I'll have to give it a listen. I've never heard of him before, so you'll have to send me the link post pod for sure. Most
1: definitely, most definitely.
0: Next up, what is one fictional food that uh-huh. you'd like to try?
1: Um, I think one fictional food. It's probably not fictional, but I really want to try the, um, the ramen from Naruto. I don't know why I just feel like the ramen from Naruto is just made with like some type of chicken broth that like cures cancer or some shit. I don't know. Like they just, I just have a feeling that shit just does wonders for your skin and body. None of the characters have that.
0: <laughs> I feel like food in anime looks the absolute best. So I get you. Next up, what's the number one thing on your bucket list right now? Number
1: one thing on my bucket list is move. It's just moving to Houston. Really? Yeah. Okay,
0: coming soon. Next up, what's something that you've learned in the last week? In
1: the last week? That's a hard question. I think in the last week, I've just, I would say a really huge thing that's kind of like really sat with me is kind of like letting bad emotions pass instead of just acting on them. So kind of like really just When you do feel like negative things, like anger, rage, or what's it called? Animosity, kind of like just letting those things pass through. Me personally, like I, I'm a kind of an outspoken individual at times. So I kind of learned to just simmer, just let those things pass and just find things to occupy myself that are like non-destructive or productive behaviors. So that's probably what I learned.
0: That's a good one. And last but not least who had the biggest impact on your current career choice
1: it's been about a year now his name was daniel he worked at ups when we worked in the control room he really like encouraged me to do the body butters and then probably this girl this girl i dated whatever her name was debbie whatever and then like that was probably the inspiration behind the butters i have you know i'll tell you the whole story later but yeah like that was probably one of the inspirations of butter so that's kind of like Two people that equally like influence my decision really for my current occupations at the Butterman. So
0: And that's what you call yourself, the Butterman. Hey, man,
1: that's what the streets call me, man. I can't I can't help it, man.
0: Not the streets. So, so- This episode, I really wanted to talk about the idea of a nine to five and what it means to live outside of that. You and me have had conversations offline all the time about how like a nine to five works sometimes and a nine to five doesn't work and what that looks like to build your own thing from scratch and kind of to build it all the way up. So my question for you is, did you always know you didn't want to work a nine to five?
1: I've always known really since I was like, a lot, since I was really about, I was in the age about like 19 to like 20, I have kind of like had this, I, I had this like really like, I guess, real idea that I didn't want to do that. I would say it really set in about like last year around January that I really just didn't want to do that anymore. But I would say like my biggest thing was I didn't really have the emotional maturity, to kind of like really do that for real, for real. Mm-hmm. So like, as of like in the last year, really, I want to say really, within the last like, like few months, since I've graduated, it's kind of allowed me to kind of like get my emotional health and mental toolkit together to where I can like actually try to quit that.
0: I feel like when I'm on the brink of like breaking, I always call you and I'm like, I am in crisis, help me, and you always give me little tidbits. So like. What's in um, that toolkit of
1: yours? I had a personal experience. Like, I'm 24 now. I just turned 24 in April. But, yeah, like, yeah. I would say as of recently, like, really being, I guess, like, this. Like, having, like, a sober state of mind really plays a part when you're trying to get everything together. So like me trying to do entrepreneur stuff while working, like, a 9 to 5. Then, of course, like, while working... A lot. I was working like a five and a half hour shift at UPS for like almost three years. Right. But the thing about it was I occupied a lot of my time with like, you know, really dating and really just like bullshitting. Just honestly, like it would just be on and off between and switching between different hobbies, the thing that I wanted to pursue.
0: Mm-hmm. But like
1: I would say, like, as I of now, like there's
0: nothing wrong with messing up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Like and I personally believe like, you know, you do kind of have to learn how to like bullshit. You kind of do have to learn how to take L's you know, to kind of know how you want to win. But I want to say back to that, like, emotional toolkit, like, knowing how, like, different decisions are, like, again, like, for me, I didn't really know, like, like, weed made me a lot more sensitive. I didn't really realize, again, how easily of an influence I was, like, when I was smoking, then I didn't really also realize, again, but having certain people around me, again, that weren't living in a way that was conductive to how I wanted to really live my life in the future, I didn't really see, always see, like, okay, how this could, I guess, sway me away from the path that I wanted to be. In addition um, to that, I want to say like one of the things that I guess in my toolkit is kind of like really just knowing how to quiet out the noise. Of course, you may notice because I go through like my little absentee phases or whatever where I just may be gone, like MIA for a little bit. It's Mm -hmm. like taking time really to just think. Like, and I really see, like, a lot of this stuff nowadays is, like, you just have to think harder than the, than the next person. Like, it may not even be sometimes, like, you doing the most, f- physically doing the most, you really have to think outside, more outside the box and think, like, harder than the next person. Learning how to read people, learning how to, like, talk to people, learning interpersonal skills, they're really huge.
0: So once you decided to make a lane for yourself, what steps did you take once you realized that Okay, I have this idea and I want to act on it.
1: Speaking for me personally with the butters, one of the the hugest steps that I took was I bought like a wholesale shipment of like my supplies. And I want to say like my initial like wholesale shipment was like almost, what was it, like $700? Some of the steps were really just learning how to connect with people outside of social media. That was like one of the hugest things. So like... Instead of, like, looking at it, like, from a basis of, like, oh, let me, like, DM somebody to try to get some support. Let me DM, like, an influencer. Let me, you know, let me try some type of gimmick. One of the things that I really did was, like, really learn how to do video editing. And it allowed me to keep a lot of my production in-house. Let's say want to shoot some content today, I could do it same day. I don't have to wait on anybody. So really just learning a lot of, like, peripheral skills that allow me to really keep a lot of my money within like within the circle. I guess really just not paying attention to people that really aren't like for my vision. And it's not to say that people, I guess, like aren't like saying, hey, you could do this X, Y, Z, but I mean like people that really like pour back into me instead of like, you know, I just kind of notice it's me pouring into them. It's a a very two way street. So that's kind of like one of the hugest things.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. So I feel like it's really important to share what you're currently doing to sustain yourself, because I feel like on social media, we see so many people be like, I woke up, I went trending, I got a million followers. And it's like, okay, but before that, like, you had to like live, like you had to eat, you had to live life, you had to see your friends. So like, in this Journey of nine to five life, like what are you doing to currently sustain yourself? Like how is that going? Why did you choose what you chose, etc.
1: So uh as of currently, I work for Amazon. I do process improvement. So I work from home currently. Then in addition to, I just got me a new job at Top Golf in uh, Midtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just to have a lot of cat. That's just to have really cash on hand, also to keep me busy. Um, but. I would say, like, previous to that, like, I was, I want to say, like, I don't know if I remember telling you, like, I'm. remember I'll tell you I was working at Red Lobster or whatever, like, at some point? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. For, like, a
1: short period of time. I was, like, broke as fuck. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) I was, like, working at Red Lobster, really just trying to really get my mind straight.
0: I feel like a lot of people just don't talk about, like how that's a part of your journey. Like sometimes you have to do other things to survive and make it work. And there's like nothing wrong with that, but also like normalizing that as well, you know? Yeah. So for you, I know that you went to college like I did. Did it help you realize that you wanted to be this entrepreneur or was everyone around you a nine to fiver or I mean, what role did college play? So,
1: if I had to be just completely transparent college, like I never planned on going to college. I never really wanted to go, but I would say like the people that I met in college or because I was around those people, I was in that environment, they kind of like were, I guess, huge influences like what shaped a lot of my stuff. So like when I first started my entrepreneur journey, technically speaking, it was in high school, I used to paint shoes, right? And then I want to say when I was going to college, I started this brand called Life Ass. Um, and it was like, you know, with the little life and it had the little like peach booty thing or whatever. And, and I was bad. like, you know, and that 20, like I said, that all started because again, I like, I tried to like get some girl back or whatever. And then like, you know, and it was inspired because I was like, life is ass. I was heartbroken. That was like, <laughs> that was like the whole thing about that. And I remember making that logo in the library, but like. All the mm-hmm. rest of things, like the logos, I remember always saying to myself, like, I've always wanted to be in something artsy or like with logo design or like with something that dealt with aesthetics. And then I remember at some point, like, I wanted to be a personal trainer. And I want to say I used to be a part of this club in college yeah. named American Muscle Fitness Association. So, yes, a lot of the things that I've, I guess, gotten into were inf- heavily influenced by like the people I, I met in college. So, yes, it was a beneficial thing, although I didn't really want to do it. But I definitely could see the benefits of college.
0: I think college just exposes you to different type of people than you grew up with in your hometown. And I think it just has a big part of how you develop overall. So shout out to college for the good times and the bad times. Um, But we're going to take a quick break and we're going to go into you said what? So I know you're giving me that face like what? So you said what is I'm going to give you a bunch of quick bites and you're going to tell me your opinions on them and we might end up having a conversation. Who knows? So are you ready?
1: We out you. Let's go.
0: (laughs) Okay. First one. Netflix is better than Hulu.
1: That's cat. Hulu is better.
0: Okay, low key, I think Hulu's better too. Do you think because of the amount of shows they have?
1: I don't know. It's just something about when I look at like Hulu, like when I'm scrolling through it, it just feels more user friendly. I feel like like Hulu is like Apple and then it's like Netflix is like Android.
0: I find myself on Hulu a lot more, but I feel like Netflix is it's like the OG, like Everyone it has that amazing. way. All right, next one is absence makes the heart grow fonder. I
1: feel like it can go both ways. I feel like absence makes your heart grow fonder of like of like the other person or just fonder of like being with yourself. But I do think absence does is is a great thing cuz it gives you a refresher.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. I I definitely no, get like, that next one is long distance relationships can work what's your take I'm interested
1: I think they can work with people that are like I guess again that are like more key on communication I don't have the best communication skills so I don't I'm not gonna say I fuck with long distance but I think they can work This not for me
0: I think they can work but just not for me like I like to have a person around me or, like, I can drive to your house. Exactly. I need you here. Right. I need, you, need, I need me. you here.
1: You feel me? Like, and on top of which is, like, imagine you have an argument. You can't even have up. So I'm like, bro, like, what are we doing?
0: Next up, cereal
1: is a type of soup. Damn, that's some deep shit. <laughs> Man, I have never thought about that. I think I honestly can say I think cereal. I can honestly see cereal as a soup now. That's crazy. I never thought about that like that. Milk is technically, it's like a broth for cows, but you know, like you add the thing to it, you add the cereal to it. Like that's, it Mm. might be a soup. Yeah,
0: no. I feel like I'm in the middle. Cause I feel (laughs) like when I hear a soup, I think of Campbell's, but then I also think like a soup is also like cream of wheat. If you feel my vibe there, kind of. Cream. Don't tell me you don't know what cream of weed is. I've
1: heard, I believe I've seen I haven't seen it in like so long. Like it's been like so long since I've I heard someone say that. That's crazy, but.
0: What? Wait, you're telling me you've never tasted cream of weed?
1: I have. I was, I had to be the last time I ever tasted it. was probably around <laughs> like, like 15, like 15 or something. Like I don't, I don't just be, like I always eat. Like I'm huge Like on, on the noodle soup or like, you know what I'm saying? It's like some, some chowder or something.
0: I don't think I've ever had a chowder. Like. A clam chowder like
1: You're bugging. You never had lo- you never had like lobster, like lobster chowder or like lobster or something like or gumbo or anything like that. No,
0: I've had lobster bisque. I don't okay. think I would like gumbo because I heard it was spicy and I don't like spicy. Okay. Last question. Should you become friends with your ex?
1: For me personally, no. I just don't want to see it. If you're like, I'm already my ex, is like, personally, it's like, I've already given you my all. I don't want to give you anything else more. And we left off on good terms. You need anything. I will gladly be there for you. But it's just like, I just don't really want to confuse myself. You know what I mean?
0: For me, see, I've had this recently with like a situation ship. Basically, I feel like it's just kind of messed up if someone like, You don't get to choose a friendship when it's like the best time for you. Like if you chose that from the beginning, then we could have been friends from the beginning.
1: I see what you mean. So like, okay, that makes sense.
0: So for you, what tips do you have into making your passions become your job?
1: I think one of the hugest tips are having people that you can ask for like, uh, I guess, like opinions, but it's like having people in your circle that, that are not afraid to tell you you're fucking up or you're wrong or you're wrong about something or saying, hey, you could do it this a better way. Mm-hmm. And I would say definitely having again people that push you and also again that A encourage you. B also find solutions for you. Like let's say if you don't know something, like that person may know something. Like having people in your circle that y'all can bounce knowledge off of. I would say some of my biggest things that I did was really learning what, what I wasn't good at. I had to really learn what I wasn't good at to know to really like maximize my strengths. Um, like for me personally, I know I'm a people pleaser. So I kind of knew that I want I need to be on e commerce a lot more because I don't have to deal with people. I have a social meter. I don't want to talk to people every day. I need to I need to be figuring out how I can like be on again, Etsy more versus being on Instagram, trying to be a social media influencer. I need to be on that. Stuff like that, just really learning yourself.
0: For sure. What for you has been the hardest part of your journey so far?
1: I guess the hardest part of my journey was learning how like my negative tendencies can be and learning also like the types of people that are meant to be in my life. And also again, like cutting down how much interaction I have on social media. So like I want to say in the last year I deactivated my accounts on Instagram and then I remember finally just deleting all my pages. And then I remember like moving away to North Carolina just so I can have clarity in mind because I just kind of saw like I was in this circle, this endless circle of his bad habits like I guess really like just identifying a lot of bad habits and then take having the courage to try to break them and then working through a lot of like emotional childhood traumas was one of the hugest things for me and like even now like of course they're not gonna really go I guess to an extent go away but I know kind of like how they manifest and I kind of know my triggers so it's like hey I know I know the types of people I need to have around me so I can be the best my like the best self you know what I'm saying so
0: on the flip side of that Mm -hmm. What has been the most rewarding part of this journey?
1: The most rewarding part for me has really been like, again, like the people that I have around me, like yourself included. Just really, again, (laughs) like knowing that I have a secure group of friends I have around me that I may, again, I may not always see, again, like almost every week or every day. But knowing that they're there and we can have like, you know, very valuable conversations and I can, again, I know people are like there for me. And then in addition to that, um, I would say my relationship with my parents has gotten like a lot better. I would say um, I'm a lot more calmer now. Things like my phone, social media have like kind of influenced my brain or they kind of like short circuited my brain for really knowing myself. So I would say that's been the biggest journey is really just learning. And then also confronting a lot of childhood stuff, so that's been like the hugest thing for me, and I and I love it for myself.
0: Love that for you. So for you as a new entrepreneur, in a sense, tips for starting your own business journey. What's your advice?
1: Um, I would say. My biggest, I guess my biggest advice would be, I would say, try out to as many different things as you can, or the thing that just pops out to you the most. Let's just say, for example, like with you and your podcast, it may have been your, like your first entrepreneur thing, but I say go hard as hell with it. And then if you really just don't really, you end up really just not liking it. I just say, stop and pause mm-hmm. and then try something else or like do whatever. But it's kind of like, it's okay to take breaks. Like, my biggest tips is, I guess, it's okay to take breaks. It's definitely okay to start something and then not like it and then look to something else. Um, And, like, if if you're brave enough to figure out how to find the money, like, you're cool getting two jobs, getting, you know, two, three jobs, maybe to support it, then I say, again, do it. Because, like I said, like, life isn't promised. So you should do it, you know. And you could just be that lucky, that person that really breaks out. So it's like, why not? You know, I say do it. (laughs)
0: I say do it too. If you have a dream, do it. What's the worst that could happen? Honestly. So mean, like- but CJ, I wanna thank you for being on my podcast. So, first things first, anything that you would like to promote?
1: Of course, I wanna promote Butterman's flavors. If you follow me on Instagram at ButterboyXO, you can find the best <laughs> antibody butters in the land. Really, aside from that, um, I just, all I could promote is again, like, you know, Start your business. Again, plan that out. You know, get get you some good friends around you. And that's all I can promote. You know what I'm saying? Just just do it, man. I just say, fuck them. Just say, fuck them, bro, and do it. (laughs) That's all I can promote.
0: I agree. So I always like to end a podcast with a love letter of the week. Okay. So it's basically our podcast's version of a gem of the week. So it starts off with Dear Listener, and it's your gem of the week. It can be profound. It can be silly. It can be whatever your prerogative is. So you want me to go first or you got yours? Yeah, I want
1: you to go first. I want you to go first.
0: (laughs) Oh, of course. Yours would be. Okay. My Love Letter of the Week. Let's see. All right. I got it. Dear Listener. Do the thing that scares you because it might just change your life. Honestly, CJ.
1: Dear listener, sometimes, sometimes you got to risk it for the biscuit. Otherwise, you're never going to go get it. The universe is going to always be there for you. Just keep going.
0: I literally love that so much. And with that, that is the end of this week's episode of The Gap with Brielle. Stay tuned for the next episode and I will see you soon. Bye!